how do you keep yourself out of hot water and comply with all of the rules and regulations and employee benefits? Plus, demand for all of the new benefits that are being added to many plans that are benefits for employees. Today, we're going to visit with Melissa Winden, a benefits risk consultant with Hub International, and we're going to talk about the ins and outs, how you keep yourself from getting fined on employee benefits and demand for all of the really, really cool features that you're able to add on to your plan as an employer, and many of them great for your employees, very little cost for you, and you can help increase that employee retention. All this and more on this episode of Let's Make Work Optional. Welcome to this episode of Let's Make Work Optional with True Wealth and Company in Overland Park, Kansas. True Wealth and Company incorporates strategies and products of the super rich to help you reach your financial goals and make work optional. And now, here's Brian Sarf, President and CEO of True Wealth and Company. Welcome to Let's Make Work Optional. I'm Brian Sarf. We're here every Tuesday at 5 a.m., and I hope you are too. You can find the Let's Make Work Optional podcast on iTunes, Anchor.fm, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Joining me today is Melissa Winden, Benefits Risk Consultant with Hub International. We're going to talk about compliance and employee benefits, and also we're going to look at some of the new things in employee benefits that are popping up here in 2020 and talk through those. So welcome to the podcast, Melissa. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Love having you here. Love to talk with you and visit with you. Likewise. And, uh, you know, share the ways that we can help business owners with employee benefits and providing more engagement with their employees and more benefits and kind of bringing some energy to their, uh, you know, to their business plan. Absolutely. So we look at compliance and employee benefits. Let's start first on how did you get started in the employee benefits business? So I spent the first 10 years of my career in compliance and evolved into assisting with human resources, eventually managed the recruiting hiring and putting together an employee benefits package for the law firm that I was working with. I became interested in employee benefits when I was able to vet our broker relationships and find a consultant who was a good advocate for our business. So fast forward five years later, I find myself now in that same consultant role and I'm really passionate about helping business owners structure an effective employee benefits plan. That's awesome. Well, you bring such a great energy to your work and to what you do, and, and I know that you love doing it, and so that's so important to have that drive that you want to pop out of bed every morning and go out there and tackle and help business owners with their employee benefits plans. Absolutely. Thank you for that. I really am passionate about it and do think that there's a lot of excitement to be found in, in what you do as long as you love what you do. Oh, amen to that. Yep. That's all day long. Yep. So who's your target market? Describe who you work with. Who's your ideal client that you work best with? So any new business owner that's listening and may need some guidance on how to put their first employee benefits package together, or any company who has more than five full-time employees and wants to create a strategic, cost-effective, long-term solution to retain and recruit employees. What do business owners and human resources department, what do they need to know to stay in compliance with their employee benefits plans? Compliance is so important in the employee benefits world today. We've seen so many regulations come down. We've seen so much legislation just in the healthcare space in general. 
but especially in employee benefits where the business has a group plan put together. HR professionals are constantly having to react and pivot due to new regulatory challenges. The ACA, the Affordable Care Act, brought down a number of rules that HR professionals had to become aware of. But really, the business owners and those human resources individuals should rely on their broker to help guide them. So there are many resources that we at Hub offer for HR professionals as far as training, checklists for open enrollment, checklists ongoing throughout the year to make sure that we've hit all of our deadlines, and just making sure that we're compliant not only with ACA, but with ERISA, which is the Employee Retirement Income Security Act. So many ways you can get tripped up. So many ways. And then the regulations change, and you're not sure, does that apply to me? Does it not apply to me? How do you communicate that with the companies that you work with? So there are different requirements, as you mentioned, for employees of a certain size. So once you have two employees, you are required to be in compliance with those regulations. And then once you get to 50, other things kick in. So as I mentioned, there are tools available through your broker, should be tools available, for them to be the expert on what your COBRA compliance entails. What HIPAA notices do you need to be giving out? Two or more employees on a plan create a requirement for HIPAA to be in place. So this allows employees to enroll in the group plan and protects their opportunity to enroll in that plan within 30 days of a qualifying event. What are some of the most common compliance issues that trip up employers? I would say that making sure that plan design descriptions are provided to all employees. A plan design summary needs to be provided to all employees, as well as making sure that employees are terminated within the benefit administration system or with the carrier timely, that COBRA notices are sent. That's probably the number one issue that we see with companies who are trying to do it all themselves. Mm -hmm. So they really should engage with their broker and allow their broker to help them and make those requests. So what's the penalty if you don't send out a COBRA notice to an employee? There are fines associated to the employer, which can create a lot of issues. You know, typically if it's happening one time, it's happening consistently across the board. So Mm -hmm. you're subject to those fines and penalties each time it occurs. That's not good. It's not good. (laughs) Pay more money and then you have somebody, you know, nosing around looking to see what other regulations you've missed. Exactly. What else have you forgotten to do that I can put on the (laughs) list? Exactly. Red flags. Collect a little money for. Exactly. So uh, in open enrollment, a really important time for businesses, a lot of questions from their employees and a lot of things they're trying to figure out what's next. So what can employers do to prepare for their open enrollment period? So employers should be able to design an effective communication strategy. So is the broker going to come on site and educate all of the employees in person? Are we distributing printed materials that outline the description of the plan? Are we also sharing that electronically? Is there an online open enrollment portal and platform? I always recommend that if possible for businesses That way, the benefit summary description, the summary of benefits, all of that is available to the employees as they go in to make their benefit elections. There is a requirement that employers have to document 
that an employee had the opportunity to enroll in their benefits. And using an online platform will capture that Mm -hmm. and resolve some of the administrative burden of that compliance requirement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What else can businesses do to prepare as open enrollment approaches for them? Evaluate what your employee need is. So if you are offering one medical plan, maybe there is an opportunity to offer a second medical plan that offers something very unique and unlike what you are doing today. So again, the consultant, the benefits broker should be driving a lot of that communication. Mm -hmm. So just setting the expectation that there are unique things available and what are those things that should be offered to your employees. So if you're in open enrollment for your plan, is it too late to change plans? Is that the time to change or should you start before open enrollment? You should start before open enrollment. How far in advance? Your broker should be having ongoing conversations with you about what your strategy is. So your renewal on a medical plan will come out about 90 days before your renewal date. So you should have already met with your broker. Your broker should have set up a strategy meeting well before that. So I would say about six months out, you're starting to evaluate what are the employee's pain points? What can we help solve? Where are we going as a business? And is our focus recruiting and retention? And if so, What types of roles are those? What are those people used to being offered in employee benefits? There are so many resources available that the broker can tap into to help guide Mm -hmm. business owners. Let's say you have a business owner out there that they know they're going to switch plans and they want to talk to somebody else. Let's say they want to talk to you and say, hey, come in and let's look at switching plans. So is six months enough time to make that switch and go through that process with a business owner? Absolutely. They can come in right after their renewal, a year out from renewal, mm-hmm. and we are more than happy to look at their plan and set up a strategic long-term plan for them to create something more unique that hopefully can save cost and also offer additional benefits. Absolutely. When we look at the, we look at the year 2020, what are some benefits that are in demand for 2020 that employers should be looking at or should be considering? There are a number of unique benefits being offered now that aren't our traditional medical, dental, and vision insurance. So financial wellness is a huge one. Making sure that your employees feel secure in their own financial status really creates a more positive work environment for them, relieves stress, sets them up to be successful long-term. Beyond that, mental health benefits are huge as well. So introducing employee assistance programs and telemedicine resources that can help with some of those mental health issues that we're seeing. More than ever, employers are becoming engaged in admitting, quite frankly, that mental health is a concern. We're now you know, more compassionate, I think, towards people who have these needs and allowing them to take PTO, take time to recoup and get things squared away so that they are positioned to return to work and be as effective as they were. Mental health benefits. It's been an area of medicine that has kind of been tucked away in the back corner in a closet that we don't want to talk about and we offer it, but nobody uses it. Right. And it's certainly moving more and more into the front of the line. We look at suicide amongst teens and if you are a parent and you lose 
and God forbid you lose your child, somebody mm-hmm. else's child in your group or at, at your high school or, sure. or whatever, you need help, you need support, you need somebody to talk to. And Absolutely. having this as part of your plan provides that, someone to visit with. Or if you have some really tough health issues that you're dealing with or aging parents or you have a sick child or you have this, these challenges in life, knowing you have somebody to talk to and visit with and somebody who's been there, who sure. has helped other people through it. Absolutely, because, an expert. Well, it's great to talk with your friends and family and to get out socially and, and talk with folks. There's also the professional side with somebody who's helped Others through that challenge before. Absolutely. And, and they have a lot of tools and things they can share with you. And so take advantage of those benefits. I know a lot of employers have them and not everybody uses them. Exactly. Who should be picking up the phone and just to talk to somebody and set some time aside. Exactly. And EAP programs have definitely evolved over the last few years. But to your point, it may have been something that existed, but not something that employees were receiving education on how to access. So one of our goals in 2020 is making sure that the employee assistance program is really promoted and employees know that it includes face-to-face counseling sessions, telemedicine services, financial planning, will preparation, identity theft prevention and recovery often. So there's a number of things that these programs have available that we definitely want to do a better job of, of educating employers on. What else are some items we should be thinking about for 2020 for employers? Student loan debt repayment programs are evolving now as well. So how does that work? So uh, some companies that we work with will allow their employees to take out a loan through payroll deduction to help pay back their student loans. Mm. So similar to what we might do for a health savings account or something like that, these businesses are now allowing their employees to set those up. Is the employer loaning the money? Yes. Okay. So the employer loans the money, is collecting some interest. Exactly. And then so the employer pays off the student loan. Exactly. And then the employee then pays the employer back instead of the student loan. Exactly. And there are other third-party vendors outside of just the employer itself loaning the money that also offer this service as well. Another thing that we've seen is employers offering their employees an opportunity to cash in some of their PTO. And those funds can then be used to pay towards their student loans. So so if you've got, you know, 15 days of PTO, take five of them, get the gross wages, and then apply that to your student loan. Interesting. Yep. What a unique way to use PTO. Absolutely. What else you got there on your list for demands? So tech benefits for employees, more than ever, we're seeing cell phone and smartphone reimbursement. So company-owned cell phones being provided to employees and then allowing those employees to use that phone for their personal use as well. Same thing with laptops. Family planning. So companies are adding maternity leave and fertility services to attract and retain employees. Egg harvesting and freezing, in vitro fertilization treatments, paid paternity leave, and emergency child care. So that is such an important benefit that wasn't even a consideration probably 10 years ago. But the reality is that this is such an important part of someone's life Yes, is this family planning. And so similar to the financial wellness piece, really positioning your employees to execute on what their goals are at home and at work. Well, a lot of big employers have a barbell of employees. You have a lot of employees that are 55 and older from the baby boomer generation. 
And then you have a lot of employees that are under 35 in the younger generation, and they're both going through different parts of their employee benefits plan. Exactly. You know, there aren't many people over 55 and 60 that are trying to grow their family and, and have more right. children. Right. But the under 35 crowd is really focused on that. That's important to them, and that's building a family and setting that up. But having support through your employer for these, uh, especially for some of the challenging aspects of fertility and making sure that you can have the family that you want to have and that it's everything's going to have a healthy baby and it's going to be great. You've got some time off in there. You don't have to eat up all of your PTO time when you have your children, and that is really important Exactly. to and provide, and that increases retention, everything. And the stress of not being able to you know, have a family really contributes to depression, anxiety. You know, I've seen it firsthand with friends of mine, unfortunately, and, and it really can be wearing. So knowing that you don't have to worry about the benefits piece of it as far as what's covered within your employee benefits package and knowing that you can get a treatment for IVF and that mm -hmm. it's covered under your medical plan. So again, the human resources department and business owner, if that is a, an important initiative of theirs, just making sure that the broker, the consultant is aware that that is a big deal on the strategy outline. Well, if more of your employees are under 35, it better be part of your plan. Exactly. Otherwise you're in for a lot of turnover because as they're growing their families and they don't have the benefits but they're offered elsewhere. So that's a big piece yep. uh, and for employees. It, and that's the case with all of these benefits, really, that, that we're seeing evolve into 2020. And s some of these don't take any additional cost to the employer. Mm. It's just creating a solution for them within the walls of your organization and doing something creative to help solve employees' issues. You got anything else on there? You got, you got a good list here today. I like <laughs> this. This is fun to it's, go through these. It is fun because they're unique and, yes. and you know, uh, many business owners aren't aware that they even exist. So the last one that I will mention is pet insurance. Mm -hmm. So this is one that we've seen come down over the last few years, and pets are so expensive, as we all know. So being able to have that pet insurance that typically is paid for on a voluntary basis, meaning if the employee wants to enroll in it, they pay for it themselves. Mm -hmm. But then they know that they've got their pet covered in the event of an emergency or an unexpected cost. So just like we have for our own health care, providing that for your pet and not being shocked by a $3,000 surgery or something like that, a huge vet bill is very helpful. We have a Westie. She was fence running in the backyard <laughs> with a new puppy and she tore her MCL oh, no. in her back left knee. And so she had to have surgery, you know, and it was just like going through it with, but, you're, but it's a dog. And so here's our poor little puppy. You know, she weighs all of like 15 oh. pounds and she has this torn MCL and she goes in for surgery. She's in for two or three days. And then we had to keep her contained either sitting on a couch next to us or in a cage during the day oh. or at night for two months. Oh my goodness. And then we were able to walk her a little bit and a little bit more. And she's just now to the point where she can kind of do everything on her own, but we still have to watch that she doesn't get too excited and run and re-injure herself. Wow. Did you have the pet insurance? No, didn't have no, the pet insurance. No, no. Okay. We'll have to talk about that. Uh, wrote a check for that one. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> wrote a check for that great animal hospital we used. She got good care and, good. and we're just waiting for her to finish her healing. Okay. Back to normal. Okay. Back to chasing the neighbor's dog. I hope not. Because <laughs> I don't want to do another one of these. Yeah, you know? exactly. We don't want to do it again. So um, anything that you'd like to add uh, to the show before we close this episode out? I don't think so. If anyone has any questions or anything like that, I can be reached best by email. Okay. What's your email address? It's Melissa 
Winden at hubinternational.com. All right. Spell your last name for everybody out there. Last name is W-I-N-D-O-N. Awesome. Thanks for being here today, Melissa. Great to visit with you, and thanks for educating our listening audience on, on uh, employee benefits. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Let's Make Work Optional from True Wealth & Company. I'm your host, Brian Sarf. With me this week has been Melissa Winden, benefits consultant with Hub International. We'll be back next Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. Be sure to spread the word about our podcast to your friends and family, and don't keep us a secret. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, and don't ever forget, invest wisely, save early, give generously. Let's make work optional. You've been listening to Let's Make Work Optional from True Wealth & Company. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com or call 913-653-TRUE. That's 913-653-8783. All matters discussed during this program are for informational purposes only. This podcast in no way shall be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or advisory services to residents in any other state than Kansas or were otherwise prohibited. Topics should be discussed with your advisor prior to implementation. Advisory and insurance services offered through True Wealth & Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas.